Hi guys. Sex offenders suing sheriff's department over yard signs. A misnomered haunted house requires you to sign a 40-page waiver to enter. And a special key-in-the-lock moment when daddy's home. All that and more tonight on the Unframe of Mind show. You're listening to the Unframe of Mind show. The place to have the most mind-stretching, unprotected intellectual intercourse of your life. Your hosts battle the forces of evil by lobbying fiery balls of truth, reason, and evidence over safe room walls. And welcome back to another special Halloween episode of the Unframe of Mind show, where you have uncomfortable conversations without a condom. I'm your host, Valerie. I'm Hagatha. Thanks for joining me, Hagatha. I really appreciate that. Um, it turns out those cisgendered men that usually run the show, uh, what are their names, uh... Daniel and Anthony. Yeah, you've had more interaction with them than I have. I, I've never personally met them, but you asked me to come along and host the show. Mm-hmm. And uh, so far, I mean, this seems kind of, it seems like a fun show to do. I don't know. I mean, when you said it was a, a uncomfortable conversations uh, without a condom, um, that sounded like my cup of tea. So I hope we're going to go ahead and... Um, have a good show tonight, and I'd like you guys in the audience to uh, comment and anything you want to add before we get started. I'm just a little nervous. Well, I, okay, that's. I think that's okay. You don't have to worry about those guys. They're not going to be here tonight, so it's fine. At any rate, there's just a lot of lights, and but it's good to see everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. Um. So I think uh, they usually start the show with um. I Fob Fobby Isomist. Fobby Isomist. We're gonna start this show with the Fobby Isomist segment of the show and we're gonna Okay, roll intro. Oh, Phobismist. I understand. I know it's I'm okay, Phobismist. Anyway, so phobismist, um, listen, we've got this. Um, uh, we're gonna tell you why you should be uh, offended by candy corn. Candy corn tonight. That's uh, I got. Sounds just so racist. Uh, no, well, let's let's here. Let's see what we've got for tonight for the folks. Okay, um, candy corn is offensive, uh, according to. Okay, actually, according to um, friend of the show, Ricky Roberts, uh, matter of fact, um, posted this right here. Says, um, how to eat candy corn. I'm assuming he's very offended. It says, one, open bag. Two, pour candy corn into trash can. And three, Epstein didn't kill himself. I Wait a minute. What does the third one have to do with candy corn? You guys should probably... Do your own research. I think that's what the guys would normally say, is to do your own research. I don't know if Marquifa would like it that I'm in a studio with another man. I'm I'm not a I'm not a man. Oh. I mean I, I identify as a man identifying as a woman who is a man identifying as a woman. It's okay. Why are you laughing at me? hurting my feelings right now and I don't appreciate it this is okay I'm not gonna I, try. I promised myself I wouldn't cry tonight you're way better at this than I am 
Okay, so interestingly, I, I found this. Uh, this was this was very. I found out why other people are offended by candy corn. It turns out candy corn actually has a tainted past of racism. I didn't know this. I told you, candy corn is actually racist. Hi, Ricky Roberts. Yeah, hi, Ricky. So candy so corn. Listen to this. Listen. Stop interrupting me, Hagatha. You're always so rude sometimes. I can't. I, I just can't even. Marquifa didn't come home again last night. Oh, tell me about that. What happened? Well, we got we didn't get approved again for another home, and and, and she just got really upset by that, and and she just she keeps smelling like Newports and or stale Newports this time. Stale Newports. Stale Newports. Oh, that's the worst. We just don't. <laughs> <laughs> We, Tell me about the new. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me about the new forts. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> it ain't funny. It ain't, it ain't funny. I mean, when your when your man girl when your girl comes home smelling like stale Newports, that's that's a sign of something. Oh, we. Need, I'm sorry. We need to get back to the matter at hand. We'll we'll talk about your personal issues later. So, candy corn's racist. It's as ubiquitous as Halloween, according to NPR of, of all places. As tiny witches and skeletons knocking on neighborhood doors. I'm not going to read all this intro. This is too much work. So, sugar was suddenly very, very, very cheap, says historian. After World War II, one. One. I need to learn to read. Do you like my scarf? I love your scarf, honey. You do. It's a little crooked, but it's okay. okay. It'll thank do. You. Yeah, it'll do. It matches your chin. Yeah. Honey, let's relax. Okay. I don't know why you find everything funny. She's been so tickled the whole night. It's it's amazing. I, I got to, to to leave my home and I, I took a lot of public transportation <laughs> well, this time. Listen, so Daniel was actually really nice enough to let you stay the night at his house. He even offered to not be here for the night to not trigger you and not make you uncomfortable. Yeah. That, so you should be appreciative of that. That, that beard is just highly just reeks to- toxic masculinity. I know. I know. I hate people with beards. I just can't stand them. I'm just can a I can I nervous. talk about candy corn, please? Okay. I'm just worried about Marquifa. It's okay, but listen, see, this is a okay. She's been drinking this whole forty-five. Old can uh, We'll deal with that in a minute. You're starting to piss me off a little bit. No race, creed, or color in Candy's appeal. Irish, Chinese, and Negro lads snapped as one of the San Francisco's Candy Day stunts. Yeah, see, that's nice. That that doesn't seem like racist at all. How are they saying candy corn's racist? Oh, because the candy market was a racially differentiated one. The more expensive varieties, such as hand-dipped chocolate bonbons, were aimed at young white women and middle-class children. The cheap candy stick, meanwhile, was targeted at African-American and immigrant Irish and Chinese children. Hey, Jeremy said manginas are us. I'm not really sure what this means. This is very offensive. You guys should be nicer. I hope you guys aren't this mean to the normal host of this show. Hi, Heather. So good to see you. And Jeremy. Such is just a cisgender male. Alright, I'm done talking about offensive candy corn. This is getting boring. I'd really like to talk about sex offenders. Okay. Okay. I love talking about sex offenders. This is one of my favorite topics. It's amazing. You guys should watch. It's so amazing. So, uh, sex That's offenders. Awkward. So, in tonight's story, sex offenders sued Georgia Sheriff's Office for placing no trick-or-treat signs in their yard. 
Yeah. I'm a little offended by that. Yeah. So this is interesting, actually, because uh, according to uh, WTBR, uh, a group of registered sex offenders has sued Georgia Sheriff over signs planted in their yards to warn trick-or-treaters not to visit their doorstep on Halloween. The federal suit claims Butts County Sheriff's Office employed what? I'm feeling a little gassy tonight. You can't write this shit. Are you feeling a little gassy? Mm. Ricky asked us to shoot guns. That's... I don't think we are allowed to shoot guns in here. I think Daniel specifically said not to shoot. Why would you do that? That's such a masculine thing to do. I know. Thanks. Wait, my cute top? Or is it... Like, he's got a cute... An amazing... She... I just have a... I'm sorry. I just misgendered you again. I am so sorry. It's okay. Uh, His... Her... (sighs) You confuse me sometimes, Hagatha. No, no offense. Don't taken. Anyway, so Georgia is among the states that have instituted no candy laws that prohibit sex offenders on parole and probation from handing out candy on holiday and requiring them to display signs revealing their status in their yards. In Missouri, registered sex offenders must remain inside their home between 5 and 10.30 p.m. unless they have somewhere to be, like their jobs or for medical emergencies. So this is interesting. Here's the sign. Warning. No trick-or-treat at this address. It's pretty good, honey. Sorry. It was that tofu chicken. Oh, it's got, just so much different out this You got way. it. You got it, girl. You it's got it. It's so different. Mm-mm-mm. It's, it's, it's the Tennessee whiskey. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. All the sweet tea. Let me tell you. The sweet tea is just so good. You have no idea. It's so good. It is amazing. Sweet tea is amazing. Yeah. All right. I, I, I'm just a little shy. Well, I've just, never been on another show before. Yes, you have. You've been on uh, this been, show I've before. I've been on the show, but never what, in studio. Listen, what 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 do you think about this? this we really got to keep this moving along, or people are going to click out. That I mean, I I think that it's I think that it's wrong. They're, I don't even know where gonna, to go with this. We're just they're just, they're just little kids going to get candy. Well, here's the thing: registered sex offenders some of them might be pedophiles and I think a lot of people confuse pedophiles and sex offenders as the same thing. See, some of these people are registered sex offenders who were 18 and did some inappropriate things with, say, a 17 or 16 year old. You know, just stuff that's really borderline. Like, we shouldn't be pointing that out. We shouldn't be... I I can understand why they're upset. That just doesn't... It's not fair. Because some of these people like to hand out candy too. Jeremy, why would you say such a thing like that to me? What did Jeremy say? He said, eat your own puss, Anthony. I th- does that say puss or puss? Oh, puss. 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 Puss? Puss. Wait, how can... Okay, listen. I, Hagatha is a lot of things, honey, but one thing Hagatha is not is flexible, okay? No, because of, you she, know... <laughs> she is not going to eat her own puss. Now, it might extend out long enough that he can maybe get his tongue on it a little bit, but eating it's not going to happen. <laughs> I'm sorry, honey. That's just not a thing. And especially on this show. But listen, if you stay tuned for later in the show, we're going to direct you to pornhub.com forward slash uh, frame of mind. And uh, you can you can check them out there. You can possibly see Hagatha eating her pus. Excuse me. So back to the story here. I'm, I'm just trying to figure out what their argument is here. Because, you know, with Halloween coming around, it says, with Halloween coming around again next week, the Butts County Sheriff... Why Butts. is it Butts County Sheriff in a sex offender story? Uh, this seems this seems like some psyops, deep state shit right here, I'm telling you. Anyway, 
Jeremy said Hogatha ate herb. I did not. It's the enzymes and pus that is healthy for you. That's true. That's true. I read that on I'm NPR one time. I'm just to educate people. I read, that, I read that on NPR one time. I heard that on a, another episode of the Unfriended Mind show, so you know it must be true. Cause that is such a good they show. Don't do, they don't do fake news. Oh, I'm telling you, honey, you got to watch it. It's amazing. So, here's here's what we got. Um, while, while there's not a single party to the suit who's not extremely concerned about the safety of the children... Uh, in this and every other community, uh, sheriff's employees violated their authority to place signs on private property. That's true. They shouldn't have the right to do that. Not without a warrant. They shouldn't even be there. D. Maria, she is stunning and brave. She doesn't do that. I'm trying to be brave um, tonight. Yeah, you, and you're so doing it. Listen, honey, you're doing an amazing job. Don't I even just, worry about it. The, the weather has my voice sounding a little different, and mm. I almost sound too masculine. Yeah, you do have that masculine appeal. I don't. I. I yeah. I, I. I. don't know how I feel about Marquise that. Grief wouldn't be happy. I don't. I don't know how I feel about that. You think it's the. You think it's the sweet tea. You think it's the 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 sweet tea and the and the and the uh, uh, seasonal change pollen in the air around here that. It could very well be, but I also notice that you guys have Golden Corral. We do have and a Golden Marquise Corral. Likes Did you to take me to Golden Corral? You, you, are you suggesting that I need to take you to Golden Corral as well? I don't know if Marquifa would like that. Well, Marquifa's going to have to get over it. I mean, honey, when she comes home smelling like stale Newports, she's got another thing coming. I just there's Colt forty five bottles everywhere, and I don't know what to do. Oh, the things that you and I could do with Colt forty five bottles. Oh. Mm. Back to the story. I'm I'm sorry. I I just what do you what do you think about these signs? Uh, do you th- do you think that the police have crossed their bounds? That maybe, you know, as long as the sex offender. I mean, because they still have a list that you can look at online and find your registered neighbor sex offenders, and you can warn your own kids about which houses to stay away from. I think they overstepped. But what do you think? I think that's okay. I think kids need to be careful. You know, they should be careful. They should be. They careful. should be very careful. I agree with that. I'm not sure how I feel about this. This, this. I, I mean, I don't know. It, there's, there's so many sides to this story, and yeah, there are some people out there that are really terrible people that do terrible things to children, and and we should know about that. But I think this is too much. I think they've gone too far. What, what do you guys in the audience think about this story? Do you think the sheriff's department went too far by placing these signs in their yard? I, I don't, I don't know. Seems like an awful lot to me. So while we're uh, moving on to the next subject here, I got a question for you, Anthony. Have you? I'm, not uh, I'm, so, I'm sorry, Hagatha. <laughs> I am I'm, I'm just used to Anthony being in that chair. Um, so here here's the what? Oh, I don't even know where I'm at. So here's the question: Have you ever been in a haunted house before? I have. And how did you feel? I just felt like they misgendered me, you know. Wait, a haunted house misgendered you? I think they just take your money and try to scare the shit out of you. Well, they didn't. They they touched me the ways they would typically touch women. They're not supposed to touch anyone, are they? Wait, did somebody touch you? I must have went into the wrong haunted house. Yeah, that that might have been one of those uh, properties that you guys were trying to rent. That's not a haunted house. That's just yeah. A, I don't. That's I probably don't, a crack house or something. I don't get out much. Um, because I'm disabled, and I've been meaning to get out. And I, I like Walmart. Walmart's a fun mm-hmm. place. Well, well, haunted. Well, 
Walmart is kind of a haunted house, so we'll we'll count that one as as having been gone to a haunted house. Um, in our next story, there's been this internet sensation going around talking about this place called McCamey Manor. Have you heard of this? No. Oh, it's, it's... Oh, is that the one where they pay you $20,000 if you get through it? Right. So, this is this is what they were um, talking about here. Um, this is uh, this is interesting. I, I think I think it's very racist because I, I, I just... All I see is white white people. What, what? There's just a lot of white people that go through there. You don't make sense to me. There's well, a lot the of people. Well, the reason why there, is because black people never make it... They're usually the first ones to die in well, movies. Black people are probably smart enough to stay away from stupid places like this. That's all I'm saying. Uh-oh. But um, so basically, this uh, this place, according to the to the website, if you pay, you can you don't have to pay anything. He takes donations, and I guess he takes donations of dog food. So he doesn't really charge, but there's a huge waiting list, and people want to go in this place and get tortured. They want to go in there. It's a guy named Russ something or another, and and he tortures people, and 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 they you they have to sign a waiver that says all this weird stuff like participants fully understand and agrees that they may come in contact with carbon monoxide poison with regard to use of artificial fog. Okay, that doesn't sound so bad. Um, so I I just I, I haven't read the waiver yet, but I wanted to kind of read some of these highlighted things and see what what the big fuss is about because I want to see if this is something that's really weird. So um, uh, McCamey Manor. There is no quitting unless serious physical or psychological injury is present. Um, Okay, so tour of McCamey Manor, which may include, but not limited to head, neck, and back injuries, death, stroke, traumatic brain injury, brain aneurysms, cerebral or retinal hemorrhage, subdural hematoma, loss of consciousness. This is starting to sound like a drug commercial right now to me. I'm pretty sure this is a drug commercial I'm reading. Okay, let's get back to the document then. I don't know why they put a drug commercial in the middle of a waiver. Fifty-two part uh, uh, number fifty-two says participant fully understands and agrees that being scared, having a pan attack, etc., does not count as a serious injury. I, I wouldn't do that haunted house. Participant fully understands too scary for and, me. and agrees that their tour may include the use of hypodermic needles, zappers, tasers, or dog shock collars. We haven't had any electricity out in California, oh, so when I wake um, up in the mornings, it's it's a little. You know, it's a little dark and it's kind of creepy at night, you know? I don't know, man. I don't know. It, it, listen, so far, I'm I'm okay with all this. This is fine. Like, I don't well, see what... Fine. Like, hypodermic needles and, and shock collars, those are fine. Those don't even... Like, they're like scare dogs. They don't really hurt them that bad. Yeah. I don't know. Mm. So, 55 participants... I can't, I can't really pop my pimples because they're not ready. Mm. So, I'm just trying to, you know... You gotta get those nutrients, baby. I do. It's okay. You gotta get those nutrients. Okay. So, next up, uh, participant fully agrees uh, and understands that various fluids, such as food coloring, grease, theatrical blood, or other liquids, may be placed in participant's mouth. Uh, that sounds fine. I've had theatrical blood in my mouth. I've had real blood in my mouth. I've had other liquids in my mouth. I, you know, I wish I could bleed, but I can't. Like sometimes when I'm at work, like I, I get bleed. liquids in my mouth, and 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 all the guys just kind of like laugh, and it's really, it's unnerving. I'm not even gonna lie, yeah. it's unnerving. But I don't mind it. It's not that bad. Um. Oh, we've already read that. Why is it got the same picture again? Oh dear, this sounds fun. So number sixty six says participant fully 
understands and agrees a nail may pierce their hand. I've had that. I've had a nail pierce my foot one time when I was running with my friend in the woods and it went in my shoe and it wasn't that bad. It, it just wasn't that bad. Like, I don't know. That must be the, the hi, Ryan. That must be Ryan. That oh, they talk about Ryan. The I've heard of this guy. He, apparently he thinks he's really famous or something. Like I think that's I think that's ninety nine point nine 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 slap me nine 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 slap me nine percent of the internet that thinks they're more famous than they really are. Um. So he asked, why didn't Daniel dress up? Well, uh, listen, uh, Daniel. I just don't understand. He he catches these these large fish. I'm a vegan, so I just don't understand why you can't take them home and eat them. Well. <laughs> to answer your question, Ryan, Daniel didn't dress up because there would be no point in him dressing up because he's not on the show tonight. He and Anthony took the night off, and we're here in their stead. So if you can't handle that, they are such wonderful. You can go watch another show. Males. Okay, huh? They're 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 just such wonderful oh. cisgendered males. I understand. It's okay. He's 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 a true southern. That's all I got. He's just he's just a southern Ryan. southern man. You understand. So, number 67. Brian, if you're not happy with this show, you can watch something else. That's true. Participant fully understands and agrees that their hand may be smashed with tools. Oh, that sounds fun. A little S&M going on. Yeah, I've had my hand smashed with tools before. It, it really wasn't that bad. Ryan, I'm Hogatha. Who are you? Daniel, oh, or, oh, so, okay, so if you're just joining the show, yourself. just just to catch people up that are just joining us... I'm your host Valerie tonight, and this is Aunt, this is a uh, uh, Hogatha. For fuck's sake, it's Hogatha. I I'm sorry, baby. I keep getting your name. Oh, it's ridiculous. <laughs> so oh that, oh, <laughs> listen to seventy one, guys. Oh my god. But that Anthony guy. You, you guys don't even so know how incredible. exciting number seventy one is. Read read seventy one for me. What's it say? This is partition. <laughs> Participants fully understand and agree that choking may occur and gagging or vomiting. Oh, I love it when there's choking and gagging. I just, I hope I don't shat myself. That would be bad. I don't want to soil oh, myself. Oh, you, you are having such a hard time staying on topic tonight. I, I, are you okay? I mean, I get you're nervous, but f- fuck. I can't keep doing this. <laughs> But you're doing great. That is so hard. I'm, I'm like, like literally having to sit up straight and do this shit right here. It I don't gives know how you, the hell he does it. It but. gives you a lot of respect for the the energy that Billy puts into those characters, doesn't it? Yeah, tell you what. He is a hell of an actor with, with Hoggatha. It's really good. And when I told him I was going to do this character, he absolutely loved it. And he thought it was cool I was going to do this. And it, it, it's hard to <laughs> it's hard to pull it off, man. I mean, you know, it, it took some time to find the glasses, to do the makeup. And, um, yeah, so I'm going to have to I'm going to have to come off out of this way. And, and I'd <laughs> like hot as hell. In here. I'd like to thank my daughter, um, uh, Miranda, for helping us out with our makeup tonight. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Yeah. Um Boy, here, there we go. Oh yeah, yeah. Let's oh yeah, much better. Oh, I gotta take this off. I love, I love, I love the whole uh, pointed. It's so hot in here. I love the whole oh, pointed, shit. pointed thing she did. That was amazing. She did your makeup <sighs> so good too. It is hot in this stuff, man. I don't think people realize that. <laughs> it's like How, does not oh. breathe at all. Ugh. Okay. 
it was good for the first 30 minutes to do this show, but <laughs> I'll I'll take the video and I'll cut up highlights and you guys can go back, you know, go back and watch it later. Whoa. So it is so hot. scarfing over here. <laughs> <laughs> With all the lights and everything, you're just kind of like, I'm over here just sweating it, dude. <laughs> <laughs> but honestly, uh, much respect to Billy for what he does with uh, the satire character of, of Hagatha. Um, if you guys haven't had a chance to, to check out his character, I insist you do that. <laughs> yes, absolutely. <laughs> it, it, it is that um, out. It's so much fun. I believed it. Um, they pranked me with it. If you watch some, some of the previous shows. They got me good, and I was kind of skeptical at first, but then uh, um, after the show, I kind of <laughs> figured out what was going on. So, but uh, yeah, it's just Billy does a wonderful job with it, and I think he's going to go live on his page with Hogatha either tonight or tomorrow. So just be on the lookout for that, and and uh, it's just a great troll page. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Absolutely. So when I told him I was going to do this, he uh, he sent me some videos of how he does the makeup and. I was in Party City looking all over the place for this stuff and, and the makeup. And, I mean, it's actually not bad. I mean, it, it almost looks like Agatha. So. <laughs> all right. But, so, so legit, legit. Like, what, yeah. do you, what do you think about this place so far? Um, I did some research on it. I, I actually watched some of the YouTube videos, and it's pretty impressive. I mean, it's almost got like a fear factor type feel to it with mm. you know bugs and stuff like that you're just kind of confronted with your you know worst fears and i think that's kind of cool i mean they, psychologically they really mess with your head um i heard the guy that that runs the place is a little bit of a whack job but i guess you have to be a whack job to be able to pull off a place like this and it's in his backyard so there's not really a whole lot to this whole it's not really a haunted house. It's it's more or less like a just a, a chamber of fucked up shit, you know. Right, so right, <laughs> yeah. So I, I was actually doing some research. I actually green jacket. Would you do it though? Uh, y y no, it's it's hanging up on the coat rack. Anyway, I I I would not do it. I'm not interested in it. And um, it turns out, like as far as in my research, I'm finding out this here is um. Uh, kind of a hoax yeah. I, it might it might be have some legit legitimacy to it yeah yep but what i'm looking at is um uh, let's let's start with this little clip I, guess I can keep the glasses on yeah the glasses are great yeah those aren't hot at all <laughs> so this this here um it's it's a story about a mckamey manor victim speaks out it's a couple minutes so we'll go ahead and play that for you guys just so you can Oops, let's try that again. ...of year, the line between ghoulish fun and real harm can be hard to define, especially at San Diego's infamous McCamey Manor. The home in quiet Rancho Penasquitos is consistently ranked as one of the nation's most extreme haunted houses. Only those who have experienced the manor know for sure how much of the chilling footage on YouTube is real and how much is smoke and mirrors. East County resident Amy Milligan told the San Diego Union-Tribune that she found herself being held underwater, trapped in a situation more dangerous than she expected when she signed a waiver. And I'm like, I can't do it. I can't do it. I need to go home. I can't. Let me out. Let me out. And they're like, you're not done. And I was like, I'm done. I need to get out. Shoved my head back in the water. And I was like, they're not going to let me out. I'm going to die in here. She said she left the manor covered in bruises and cockroach bites with emotional scars that have not yet fully healed. 
McKamey Manor rips you to pieces and they don't care and it's something that's not good and I can't I just hang in there guys hang in there it gets better what Milligan told us doesn't line up with the positive review she gave McKamey Manor after her tour of the haunt I never felt that I was being tortured. Like I said, I treated it as a game. She said she gave the review so that McKamey Manor would post footage of her tour, so the world would know what happened. Proprietor Russ McKamey told us Milligan was never held against her will, that her life was never in danger, that she was fully aware of what she was getting into when she signed a waiver, and that she voluntarily gave his manor a positive review. Are you aware that McKamey Manor is a staged, made-up, acted show produced for your entertainment. Yeah. Okay. For the San Diego Union Tribune, I'm Morgan Cook, Watchdog. Hmm. All right. So that was interesting. Well, I mean, that's part of the reasons why they have, I guess, the, you know, the, the waiver for them to sign. Yeah. Yeah. You, you would think, you know, so her story doesn't really add up. I mean, it's, it's almost like, I guess the first initial response and, and, uh, I guess after leaving the review, it's just a stark difference. Yeah. It uh, kind of makes you wonder what's what's actually true and what's not. <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> you know? I, I, I don't so know. Would ch- I do it? I, you know, because that's what Ryan was asking. He says, y'all y'all going to do it. I personally would, would enjoy something like this. I know it sounds kind of morbidly probably bizarre, but... Um, I always like to be able to test myself and know, and see what my limits are as yeah. far as so how I th- much I'm I think willing to endure. You could, I think you could handle <laughs> this. Uh, th- this video here is uh, it's, it's called it's on YouTube. It's called uh, McCamey Manor Exposed. Um, it shows kind of what actually goes on in this guy's backyard, and it kind of looks like wow. I don't know this. Really? Then do it. Then do it right now. Thirty seconds. Shut your ass and do it. Shut up. Shut up. Do it then. 30 seconds in the water. Go. Head all the way into the water. Go. Let's go. 30 well, I could have done this in my backyard. Go. All the way. So basically he stays under there for, for a while. Was it down yet? Okay, whatever. Pulls him back okay. out. No. 30 seconds. There was this. Oh, well, I'm, gonna, I'm just going to go and show a little bit more here before we. But he, he, he hasn't put on a little mask more. here. You shut up. What what? Corner, what back They're arguing back and forth. His friends. So he hasn't put on a little barrel. So he's, he's blindfolded right now. And he's got a barrel on his back with chains. And he's crawling on the ground to try to find the exit, I guess. They never go into the manor itself. I don't know, it seems pretty tame. Hell, I've gone through worse than this in my childhood. With <laughs> somebody said it was kind of like a like a boot camp kind of style. Yeah, um, with a little bit of S and M and and I don't know, man. I just I would probably end up laughing the whole time going through it. But, yeah, Ryan says, "Me and you, Anthony, let's do it." <laughs> I would. I mean, I honestly, I would. It's just I've always been one. I've always wondered like what I could tolerate, you mm-hmm. know. And what I, what my mental capacity would be to be able to withstand something like this? Yeah. Because if you think about it, we're never fear, we're never faced with fears like this. 
throughout our daily life. Right, we got it pretty damn good. I, you know, I almost think I was I, like, I've got a, a hunch, and I can't prove any of this, but I have a hunch that the 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 waiver is just you know one just to cover this guy in case anything happens. Insurance reasons. Two, it's also just it's spelled out to the extreme to make it seem even more scary or more like you know. Well, they did say people, that a man did have a heart attack um, during that process. I did watch a video um, where they did where he did. The owner talked about there was somebody that actually had a heart attack. Right. Um, when he was going through it. So obviously there's a lot of extremes, but I yeah, think about it like this though, how much your mind takes control over you. And if you're going right. through this, this registration process and you're seeing things like, Oh, you got to have a full medical exam and you got to have proof of insurance and you got to have, you got to be a certain age and you have to do through a full mental evaluation. And Oh, now there's this waiver you got to sign. And it's got all these things that we could potentially do to you. Like how much of that gets in your head before you like, half the work's done for this guy before the people even enter his backyard. But I think I think that's where the, the mental game of this comes into play, where you have to constantly remind yourself they're not going to do anything to physically, like... Permanent. Permanent, yeah. Yeah. They're not going to break your bones. They're, you know, they might pull a tooth or something, which is fine. I can handle that, but... You can handle you know, a tooth being pulled? Fuck yeah, dude. I mean... <laughs> wow. You're a bigger man than I've I. I've been burned. <laughs> I, I think I can handle a tooth being pulled. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, so D, D kind of agrees there. She says the waiver gets you scared before you even get in. I think that's really what it is. It, it's you know? it's a... This is a, a psychological game is what it is. Yeah. Uh, that's all it is. It's to to freak you out mentally yeah and if you have a different capacity in which you can handle something like this i don't think it would be a problem now i can sit here and say that i would do it but then probably 30 minutes in i'm probably screaming like a little bitch and ready to go home (laughs) (laughs) that's very possible you know so very possible oh my gosh so um as our last topic that i had for us tonight i didn't know if you had anything else to before we no just kind of um i think we're i kind of want to talk about what we got coming up towards the end of the year the holidays um bank shows okay just kind of give everybody a rundown of what we're going into and and, you know into 2020 um to kind of get everybody up to speed of where we're at the time we're taking off and just you know because i don't think people realize and i did the math on this we do 45 weeks Mm -hmm. of this show a year that's a lot we think about it. We're we're down a month for the summer mm-hmm. with our families. Mm-hmm. We take a week for um, Halloween, or not Halloween, but Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. and then we take two weeks for uh, Christmas and New Year's. Right, right. That's yeah. usually it. And That's true. if That's one true. of us is sick, you know, you'll go on by yourself, or we won't do anything at all. We'll just use a bank show. One to of these days, one of these days, I'm going to have you host a show on your own. That would be interesting. We have to teach you the controls, but I think everything. Yeah. yeah, you got this. It's not hard. You'll I got be it all my bitch kids. for a change. And you can run the controls and be the producer. Yeah, I'll just be off screen <laughs> hacking into my own. Yeah. So no, I just um. <laughs> so let's. You want to cover the last topic? For yeah, the yeah. Night, so we'll um, just kind of go into we, where we're at with everything. Before we start into that, uh, Jeremy says, as long as I'm not getting gang banged by cockroaches, I'll go with Anthony. <laughs> hey. Uh, he didn't say as long as I'm not getting gang banged by cock, I'll go with Anthony. He said cockroaches. So uh, I'm just saying you didn't say no. You didn't exactly say no. So anyway, so the last topic is a little. It, it's not really Halloween related, but it was something that was on my mind, and I, I heard on a podcast they was talking about the the key in the lock moment, um, like that moment when as a kid, mm-hmm. when your parents come home or your dad comes home from work and you hear the key in the lock. Uh-huh. 
in that moment, what is that experience like for you? That like that that Man, is. Man, I remember that. Yeah. So I thought that because I started as they started talking about, it, I started remembering my own experiences with yeah. that. So what what was I mean like what was that like for you when you heard your parents key in the lock? Mine wasn't so much that it was waiting for the car or hearing the car pulling yeah the that, that equivalent you know yeah, you, you know your parents are home that yes yeah. yeah, so they just call it the key um, in the lock moment for shorthand to me i i guess because i did a lot of shit back when I, in my youth that i shouldn't have been doing it was a constant paranoia of looking for the car listening for the door and yeah. so forth um and then making sure the house <laughs> it, it was making sure the house was clean so when my mom walked in the door because my dad wasn't around but um but when my mom walked in the door that everything, the dishes were done, there was no laundry, my homework was done. And if I didn't have it done, I would freak out. So there was a little bit of paranoia of, mm-hmm. of what I would what would happen or if I would get in trouble or, you know, things of that nature. So <laughs> Every I time never you come home, you're like checking yourself, like, okay, I yeah. Got, okay. I mean, did I shower? Did everything... I you know <laughs> Is there so... <laughs> anything that they can find to Yeah, because I, I I've heard of this where um, some kids like their parents will come home and they're like, even if they do everything perfectly and they, they swear they've got everything just right, yeah. their parents are almost, or, or it could be mom who's been working, you know, two shifts or whatever, comes home and just is looking for something to bitch about. Yeah. Like they, they, they had a shitty day at work and they're coming home and taking down the kids. So no matter what you do, they are going to find something that you did wrong and it's right. your fault. And you like, I can't even like that's that's crazy well you have to remember too i, I we come from, I, don't, I don't know if you're part of that generation or not but i'm i'm part of the Lockheed generation mm-hmm. which means you know we were the generation we're the first generation well i don't know if the first generation but we were the generation that came home after school with no parents home mm-hmm. and latchkey or latchkey Thank you. i was sorry. trying to think of it too I, yeah, I was like latchkey latchkey yeah i was thinking about the the topic that we're having right now but right. but you know that was my generation or um, Generation X is is what it's also called as well. Yeah. So it, that's kind of um, like kind of like uh, as as more people were on on, on a uh, sorry as more people started to enter the workforce, mm-hmm. you know, mom and dad have to, you know our our money supply is so inflated that the money's not worth shit. So now mom and dad both have to work, and now we've got an entire generation of kids growing up as latchkey kids. Where mm-hmm. you know they come, it, it's it's it becomes not uncommon for kids to come home and be al- be home alone for two or three hours after school before the parents even get home for the day. And I think that's where a lot of it started off as is the, the, the paranoia, the getting in trouble and, mm-hmm. you know, and then, you know, just making sure your homework was done. Because my mom always did. When she got home, hey, is your homework done? And have the dishes been done? And, you know, and if I told her no, my ass, I knew I was going to get in trouble, you know. Right. So I, I know what you're talking about. But mine was always the listening for the car pulling the driveway because right. we had a gravel driveway. Oh, so you could hear the tires. So you could, yeah, <laughs> crunching. Yeah. And then and then you hear the car come to a stop. And then you knew you had like that 15 second <laughs> Where mom walks out to the mailbox to check the mail, and then you You're had just that ass. little bit of time to grab that last sock off the couch and and either put it in the couch or throw it in the laundry room. You're hauling ass around the house. Oh shit, 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 shit. Uh, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Jeremy so. says, depends on what I'm doing when I hear the jingle from the doorknob. Be happy or not get caught jerking off. Oh, that begs the question: Have they ever caught you jerking off as I got home? Can you imagine? I don't know. Can you imagine? You're Did just, your mom? Ever you're, catch you? you're, you're like you're like in the moment, dude. You're like you're rubbing one out. Did your mom ever catch you? Did all she you, ever all catch your you? mom hears when she opens up that door. <laughs> 
fucking Christ. Did, did your mom ever catch you? No. My no mom nobody's caught me, nobody's so. ever caught me ever. No? Okay. Dude, I'm like a fucking jack-off ninja, homie. Jack-off ninja. Yeah, I'll be jacking off behind bushes, behind people sometimes. I'll be going down Walmart down the aisles. <laughs> go ahead and rub one out real quick. And the person turns around. And I'm, I gotta I'm, be I'm, already, I'm already finished and put it away and I already licked it off my hand, you know, to get rid of the evidence. I, you know, I gotta be honest with you. And this <laughs> that's is going on the Pornhub really, channel. This is really like uh, that clip. That's going on the Pornhub channel. <laughs> this is probably something a lot of folks don't need to know, but I'm gonna say it anyways. But I always thought as a kid, <laughs> I always thought as a kid that okay, I do this a lot. And then I always thought, well, as I got older, it probably just lessened over the years because I'm getting older and mm. my stamina is just not as good. Boy, was I fucking wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I'm almost 40 years old and I'm, I'm rubbing them out just as much as I did back when I was fucking 15, 16 you years old. watching the Unframe of Mind show where we have uncomfortable conversations and TMI. <laughs> I'm being honest. I, hey, a, hey, I understand. Hey, look, I understand. I mean, that's just a part of the game. But um, I, I mean, that just means you have a, have a high libido, man. That's, that's all that means. You just you just like you just like it. You know, and, and it's weird because it's like I, I really thought at almost being 40 years old, that my sex drive would decrease. Mm -hmm. I It almost feels like I've kind of, I'm at my peak right now. Oh. At almost 40 years old, it's like, I, I feel like I'm 16 all over again. Is that dude. why you were jacking off in the kitchen before the show? Well, it wasn't Just in the kitchen. to release it, some tension? No, I, I do that before the show to kind of calm my nerves and to kind of get me in the right mental state. Right, and right. Kind of relaxed and, you know, that so kind what, of... So what was it like playing with Hoggatha's little uh, bloated... Oh, fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're not. We're not. We're not doing that. We're not doing. Oh that. boy. So. Uh, no, for for me that 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 key in the lock moment was. Um, I I remember a good chunk of my childhood, being happy when my dad had had to work. Right. Like I would much rather he not be there. Like it was it was so much more calm in the house. I could, I, could, I could think, yeah, less tension in the house. Um, hmm. it, it was just, I, I don't, I don't know. I just, the general, I can't remember specifics, but I do remember just this general feeling of being happy when I found out dad had to work for the weekend yeah. or he was going to be working a 15 hour shift or, you know, whatever. And, and I was, I, I guess I just thought that was normal at the time. I, I, I think it is normal because I think a lot of us as kids, we wanted to have that independence. We wanted to not have the parental Oh no, no, it, it wasn't. It wasn't out of that. It was more out of just I. I didn't like him. Oh, <laughs> I did okay. not like. Well, like we didn't a have a good relationship, and, and it's only been until last less recent years that we've started to, to develop a better relationship. You know, that, that's after, very after, similar to my yeah, situation. After I became an adult, like the dynamics changed. Have you ever wondered if a, one of the reasons why most women are single parents is that men don't want to take the responsibility of raising a child, but they would much rather wait until the child is fully grown before they come back in their lives and feel like they have no responsibility? I don't know. I've never, I've, I've never felt that. that way myself. I've, I've enjoyed raising my kids for the most part. I mean, well, it's got no, its struggles, I mean, of course, but I mean, I, personally, I couldn't speak to. But I, I think that's an that. individual base. But I'm yeah. talking about. I've seen so many incidences where 
men would be absent during, you know, the, the development of a child mm. throughout their, you know, younger years, teenage years. And then it almost seems like they want to come back, into the, come back into well, the picture. The, I mean, they're grown is, and they don't have any responsibilities to have to take care of them, take them to sports, go to yeah. parent teacher conferences, That's field trips. That's really and shitty. So I often and I guess I'm using my own personal my own personal experiences because my dad left when I was three, mm-hmm. didn't come back into the picture until I was. 22 23 yeah that's so that's that's real fucked up but what i'm saying though is is i there's a good chunk of of your life where they weren't a part of and that was your you know your developing your development skills that you need but with your father not around i had a lot of women in my life yeah yeah. we've talked about that yeah you needed you needed a a, a male role model in your life Mm. preferably your actual dad to be able to model yourself and understand what it's you know how to grow up to be a man like what does it mean to be a man what does it mean to grow up to be like my dad or like you know Mm -hmm. some kind of model Uh, i don't know um i often wondered if that's if that's one of the reasons as to why we see a lot of single parents I don't know. There's there's a lot. Not wanting of, I think to bear there's a, the responsibility. I think there's a lot of lot of stuff. It's it. I don't know if it's not wanting to or if it's not having to. Not because because I mean think about it. Women can just go on the on the welfare state. You know well, they can they can just go ahead and get goodies and 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 they 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 don't have to pick a good dude to be with. Well, like, I mean you, just uh, you can pick that bad boy if you want to instead of picking that good dependable guy that gets turned down every time. You know because you know as a woman, hey, I can just I can get on welfare state. I got a safety net under me. I'm good. You know. Whatever I could, I could have five, six kids and get the tax benefits of it. They're being, they're not being forced to make good decisions in terms mm-hmm. of what man they choose to be the father of their children. Right. So then, if if there's if there's no, in, if if there's in fact the opposite of the incentive to pick a good dude, you know, of course you're going to have women making shitty decisions in terms of who they're going to choose as the fathers. You know, they they can. Yeah, I just I kind of wondered about that. You know, I wondered if that's one of the the key components as as to why. Man, I, I just, I don't know. I yeah, I, yeah, I don't know. That, so. I don't know. I, I think a lot of it, too, is though women women are, are more suited to raise the kids when they're little and they're in their toddler years. And, and men do tend to uh, start playing a more active role when they reach their, you know, younger, you know, preteen years, right. uh, you know, yeah. eight, nine, ten, as they're getting older and they're starting to not need to be coddled by mom so much that right. it's dad's job to stand in and be that tough love character and start mm-hmm. teaching them how to make that trend. Like, the mom's hugely important in the early childhood years. The dad is instrumentally important in the, the later years yes. to help them transition <laughs> from being, you know, in mom's womb and warm embrace to meeting or the, the cold, hard, real world. Yeah. You know, it's just they have to make that transition. And that's what the da- the dads are much better at, I think. And, and that's I- one of the reasons why. And we've had this discussion in the group page on, on Facebook where, you know, women think there's a lot of women out there that think that they can do both job of the men or the father and the mother right if they're single if they're single mothers and yeah, they, i disagree they, with that yeah they've gotten fed this this line of propaganda that you're a strong independent woman and you can do it all you can have the career you can have all the kids you don't need no man you're a strong independent woman and no, and, that's and, and, and single moms were like held on a pedestal for years we're just right. now starting to break through that barrier i think but for years, I remember single moms were like held up so high. Like they were just, they were gods. They were amazing. They were so strong. And like, how well, do you do it, girl? That's so good. I, I see so a proud lot of you. I see a lot of this. And, and I always kind of want to say something about it. But like on Father's Day, mm-hmm. people will tend to post Happy Father's Day to all the single moms out there. Yeah. That's sick. 
That's sick. Are you, do you realize you're so PC right now? You, it just you're mm. you're stupid. And and you know I tell people all the time, and it's not it's not a stab at a, at a woman for not you know for being a single parent because a man chose to to leave you know you know her and you know the child. Yeah. It's just fundamentally I mean, we know that there are qualities that a man can offer mm-hmm. for a child through developments that. A woman just cannot do right. I mean, we we you know, know we know the man's responsibility and all this. Right. We've had it shoved down our throat since right. the late '60s. Like that's all we've heard for 50 right. years is how terrible men are, ta- toxic masculinity, and right. men are shit. We've heard that. Yep. What we haven't heard is, hey, ladies, you do play some role in responsibility in this as well. <laughs> like well, you do think, have some choice in the most choice. As right. a matter of fact, you know, you, you've heard the old term that that men propose and women dispose. Mm-hmm. It's like like dick is not at a premium for women. They can get it wherever they want. You know, dudes are throwing dick pics in the DMS to whatever good looking (laughs) girl they see on the internet. Like they don't give a shit. Like you're just like, like you seen that meme where there's hot dogs throw a whole like like hundreds of hot dogs hitting the woman's face. That's funny. Like that's the average woman, or or at least you know you could be a eight out of ten and, and seven out of ten and still get a pretty good hefty amount of of, of, of sausage in your DMs. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you know, and then you but get these cocksuckers. Women that, choose. Women are the uh, ones that is, make yeah, that final choice. Right, right. They're the ones that decide. Okay, I pick you out of all the hundreds of other offers I could have potentially chosen. I choose you. Okay, so women need to learn how to choose better. Yeah. They need to not be held up and, and, and praised for making a shitty decision and ending up a single mom. <laughs> like, well, I mean, this is where you get these these dickheads that want to tell us that we're mansplaining, you know, and, it, and that's not the case. You know, it, it's never mm, been the case. We totally just, are. We totally you know, are. it's just one of the situations where you've got to understand that there are fundamentally things that, that men can offer for a child that women simply cannot do. Mm. Same thing for women. Women can offer a shitload of things to the child that we simply cannot do. Absolutely. The, the, yeah. the, the thing that we have to focus on is, is that we have to understand those two fundamental things and bring those together. Mm-hmm. Not saying that a woman can do both and a man can do both because realistically it's not possible. A woman can do the best she can based off of what she's yeah. able to give as a as a woman for a child, but it's never going to substitute the qualities in which a man can offer you know, a child growing up. So, so D Maria, she says uh, from Facebook, she says, my dad wasn't around either. And I think that's why I tend to put up with shitty men. Okay. So daddy issues is a real thing, unfortunately. So quick on that. Mm-hmm. I actually talked to D this morning Oh yeah, <laughs> on Facebook and, and she, and, and I'm not going to give too much of her personal information, but she's elected to get back into the dating field. She's single. And we had a conversation about this and are we going to have her on like Jeremy? I'm working on it. Okay, She's, okay. Um, you know, th- there was a few things that we discussed as, to f- as far as why she may not come on the show is mm-hmm. because she thinks that the, our, our audience is politically driven. Like we, you know, a lot of people are on here that yeah, are. Yeah, that's some of it. Yeah, that's yeah. Some, some of it. And that's what I was trying not. to explain to her. But she's just, she doesn't, she wants to get back in the dating scene. She's not really sure on how she wants to do it. Mm-hmm. And her problem is is that from what she told me and i hope she's okay with this um <laughs> jeremy's single <laughs> um the thing that she was telling me is is that she's had this thing where she's been picking shitty dudes yeah you know and i was trying to give her some advice on like here in nashville they have events and and uh 
what is it, events and events um, and adventures? Yeah, at adventures for singles, where mm-hmm. you actually don't have to go to a bar, you don't have to do an online yeah, profile yeah. and all this other stuff. You just do things as a group of just single people, and, and that's then, how and you then meet they others. let they let things happen organically beyond right, that. Right, yeah. right, right, and that's how it ought to be done. So you know, um, she said, "Go for it." So, <laughs> I guess meaning the discussion that we had. So <laughs> I, let me let me just talk to her a little bit more and see if she's willing to come on the show. That might be the show that I do without you because that would just deal directly and yeah that'd be, with that'd her. be fine Either and way. then we'll just mm-hmm. kind of discuss her past and and why she's got such cool. shitty relationships with well, men she, she so, also she also went on to say i'm a single mom and it's not easy on your own i am not capable of being mom and dad i can't teach them what a man can and i have no problem admitting that that's that's uh, your your leaps and bounds ahead of most women in these situations for sure um, have her on to give all the single ladies some advice. Yeah, that would be great. I mean, uh, some, sometimes, yeah. I mean, I hate to say it, but sometimes it's it, it, it might be your purpose in the universe to act as an example of what not to do. Mm-hmm. Like, you, you, you've you made the mistakes. You know, you could be very useful in helping other people to avoid making those mistakes as well. Well, and we're and, two and, dudes. You know, and sometimes to have a woman on this show to give a perspective. Well, the makeup on her face different. suggests otherwise. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but <laughs> We're sexy. We're so sexy, we're dudes, sexy. tonight. I know it. So Amazing. <laughs> We're so brave. But, um, but uh, stunning. Kind of wrap this up because then I think we got. Oh, I got. I got one last thing. But... One last note on that story. Yeah. That, that whole key in the lock moment. Um, I was actually because because it's been on my on my mind a lot, and mm-hmm. I came home and and we have uh, family dinners every night. You know, yep. you you join us for uh, many of them. of them, and I love having everybody at the table. Mm-hmm. You know, because that's our time. We all we're not on phones. We're we're able to just focus on talking to each other, and it's great. So. I took that opportunity to ask the kids, you know, I explained to them what the key in the lock moment was and what it was like for me. And I asked them, what, what is that experience for you? Like how, what do you feel when you hear me coming home? Like, like legit, what do you feel? And they're, they're like happy. We, we enjoy having you here. We really like hanging out with you. <laughs> it's like, I just like touched my heart. I'm like, Oh, that's great. I love that. And that, that I was able to, you know, I'm able to, not have them be nervous that I'm home or, or want me to not be there. You know, I just, I, I was so f- afraid that that was going to happen, you know? Uh, and I, you know, it's not cause I'm just their friend all the time or I'm easy on them. You know, they, they did say, you know, we always try to make sure that we've, we've uh, accomplished our three responsibilities, which is clean their room, do their homework and help her out around the house a little bit. Extra, you know, they got to spend at least 20 overalls of life. Yeah. The they got, they got to at least, bed. they got to at least spend 30, 20 or 30 minutes on something around the house to help out, you know, mm-hmm. be a productive member of the household. And that's, that's all I ask of them. Three simple things they have to do as soon as they get home before they get on their screens. And so that they're like, yeah, I guess we just make sure that we do those things. And, you know, of course, we're going, oh, shoot, did I do something? <laughs> you know, kind of like what you were talking about. Did, yeah, did yeah, I do the dishes? Yeah, yeah. You know, that kind of thing. But beyond that, they're like, yeah, we, we're fine. I guess. They, they seemed almost surprised that I was even asking. Like, Well, I think it's a generational thing. You're not sure how one generation from the next is. I mean, it, it was different for me, obviously. Yeah. You know, it was different for you. And like you said, you wanted your dad to be gone longer as to where your kids, well, there's a difference here is that you actually get along with your children. And, yeah. and the cool thing is, is what a lot of people don't know is, is that we interact with each other a lot outside of the show mm-hmm. and we do things as a family. I'm well, not as a family, but just both of our families yeah, come I under, together, I understand what you stuff together from hiking. I, I would, to, I would say it's still true. As well, a family. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, you know, that, that's where people that watch the show may not know us on that forefront is that we do a lot of things together and, we take our kids and we do stuff. We are active with our children, very much active. And, you know, that's when we we feel like we have that right to say that men are different than women when mm-hmm. it comes to, you know, what they're uh, uh, 
I guess, what they can offer, you know, because we know what we can offer our children that women cannot simply do. Yeah. And it's not a shame towards, you know, it's not it's not a jab at the women. It's just we're just speaking on behalf of, of being fathers. I mean, there's the obvious biological thing. You know, we don't have a whole lot of plumbing in these pipes. You know, we can't, <laughs> can't exactly, you know, <laughs> deliver the, the nutrients that child needs early on. Um, so you want to you wrap up with uh, just a, a, some updates about kind of what to yeah, expect so, over the next, uh, next to, to the end of the year? Yeah, so. because sometimes this is easier to discuss it, and I can, I can break this down to a short clip for people to know what's going on. But um, two things. We want to get to... It was driving me nuts. Go ahead. Thank you, baby. Thank you so much. <laughs> um, two things. We want to try to hit 1,000 subscribers on YouTube. Um, we want to try to hit either 500 or 1,000 subscribers, or not subscribers, but group members on Facebook, yeah. on the Young Frame Minds page. Well, well, we'll hit 500. That's easy. But okay. Yeah. So those are the two things. So if you Got guys- Got 25 to go, guys. 25. So here's the thing. All you got to do is just uh, share the Facebook page, um, the group page, and then our YouTube channel. Yep, it doesn't yep. take but a few moments to do that. It just if when you go to you know um, you know click on the subscribe, hit the little notification bell every time you do, it'll give you all the latest content on what we yep. got coming out. Yeah. Now that's that's, that's, that's honestly, I mean, I, I hate to say it, and I'm sure you heard it on a thousand other channels, but the only way we're going to grow is if you guys spread that word of mouth. Tell right. tell your friends, tell your family, tell you know subscribe somebody to you know pick up pick up your friend's phone and open up their YouTube app and subscribe them to our channel, tell them about it. Right. You know? So I've got a video that's going to sum up 2019 for us that I have currently going on the works that will okay. be posted towards the end of the year. The kind because 2019 was actually a, a probably a pretty big year for us considering all the guests that we've had on yeah we've made a lot of new friends i mean gonna, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing, seeing that you know sure. i mean if you think about the the demographic of people we go from alice vaughn from the creator of you know uh offensive crowns mm -hmm. to enrique tarrio and oh i rolled my r's that oh that, that was, was good sexy. wasn't it that was sexy um <laughs> you know the chairman of the proud boys and then just Having uh, Myra on, who who is you know a big supporter of Latinos for Trump. Yeah, Latinos and, for Trump. I mean, it's Trump. just Ricky Roberts and Hogatha. I mean, 2019 has been the funnest, if that's even a word. It's not. I, I know. I'm going to say it anyway. <laughs> that's fine. It's been the funnest that we've that I've had on the show. Yeah. But I've also learned a lot. I mean, we've kind of talked. You know, we kind of talked on that. So 20 2020, we have. You're still in the process of building the studio. Okay, so that's going to give us a little bit more space to, to kind of do more things. And so I know you're kind of looking forward to that. And um, T-shirts. You guys are going to see probably an increase of T-shirts yeah, that think, we're going to think, start producing. I think what we're the way we need to go about it, because I, I could not get the numbers that we needed to put in a big order for something like that. So right. I think what we're going to do is we're going to use a provider like Teespring. Right. Um, and just put the designs there, let you guys choose the sizes and whatever, uh, the colors, all that stuff. And there'll just be a variety of different designs that are that I've designed or you've designed or we've dreamt up or designs that you guys have submitted or suggested. Right. You know, we'll, we'll try to keep it interesting and keep it on brand. You know, so mine are going to be highly offensive. And I'll kind of give you an inside of a shirt that I've got currently in the works. Mm -hmm. You know, the game Red Rover, Red Rover, send somebody right over. Mm -hmm. It's it's gonna be a T-shirt with kids' bodies with politicians' faces, and it's gonna say Red Rover, Red Rover, Red Rover, send one and family right over. 
Send one and family. Because when you do Red Rover, you're locked hands like the wall. Yeah, I got you. So it's just a play on words. It's interesting. And yeah, and then you got the kids' bodies with the, the faces of the politicians. Okay. One sending his family over the wall. There so you go. D so, says T-shirts. I just need reminded. Yeah. All right. You know, it's just um, and then I got the one for the uh for the uh the gay community. You know, mm-hmm. which I actually sent that to a couple of our friends that are you know not so much. Um, involved in the gay community as far as the LBGTQ, LMNOP, you know, people, but um, they loved it. I got some really good responses from them. Right on, so, right but yeah, that's just kind of 2020 is going to be a, a it's going to be a new year. It's going to be a new studio. It's going to be new t-shirts, uh, a lot of new things. So hopefully not a lot more of this stuff. How the, how, how do you ladies deal with this? This is bullshit. It, you know, I don't like, know if I, it's I took, what... I took one little swipe here and my makeup game is over. <laughs> like, it's I'm over. I'm sweating. I feel like this shit's like... Run. It's not. It's good. No, you're good. You I look, br- you look stunning. Stunning, stunning bra- and brave. Brave and stunning. Brave yeah. and stunning. Yeah. I hope, I hope, Billy, if you get a chance to watch this, I hope you did your proud with Hoggatha. <laughs> Mm. I, I know I couldn't do the voice only because of <laughs> of my baritone, but um, yeah, I just I this hope has that been he's, fun. This he's has been good fun. with it. But all uh, right, well, if you have nothing else, no, I was just going to follow up with what we were discussing earlier. Um, mm-hmm. Bank shows. Oh, that that doesn't really matter. No, I was just letting people but, know yeah. that for the holidays. Yeah, that's... yeah, we may not be doing live shows, but we will still have some content for you right. guys during those, you know, during those weeks. You know, we don't want to leave you out in the cold, you know, with nothing to watch. Well, no, it's just to understand that <laughs> when people watch us, you know, it's literally 45 weeks of the live show. It may not seem like a lot, but 45 weeks out of a 52 weeks. It's dedication. Year, it's, it's a lot. It's dedication, There's a baby. lot that goes into this. So, <laughs> But our times off are usually one month in the summer, one week for um, Thanksgiving, two weeks for Christmas and New Year's. Yeah, so, it's a lot. It's a lot. Yeah. I, but, I don't I don't, I, I don't. even think about it. <laughs> Just, I don't either. I, li- I like I think the, but the when one, you put it that way, it's like, oh, shit. Well, when we were talking about doing bank shows and Jeremy, and Jeremy sent a message to me about doing one, which I think we're, I don't know if you've talked to him or scheduled anything, but. Not yet. No, I've got one. So. I've got. I've got a few coming up that I've been working a schedule that have agreed to do bank shows. A bank show is just basically one that we keep in the bank for times when we're not available for the, right. for the, for the actual live show. So we'll just have it posted as a premiere during those mm-hmm. times and they'll, you know, we'll, we'll let you know when those come out, but it'll be a past guest, future guests, you know, new people that you, and we're going to continue to bring you guys fun content as much as we can. Uh, you know, we're going to continue to bring interesting perspectives and different people. I'm trying really hard to get some lefties on here. This, that's, it seems to be the hardest demographic. They, they, they won't do it. That's the problem. Yeah, I, I get so close and then they're like, always something comes up. They it's, back out or it's just they feel like that we're going to berate them. And I mean, yeah. you know, it's just uh, they can't handle the tough questions. And I don't know what I just don't understand why we can't get them on the show. So, oh hey, congratulations on uh, was it Stefan Molyneux that retweeted you on on Twitter? (laughs) It was Stefan Molyneux. Oh, that was yeah, that was a while ago. Yeah, I thought that was kind of cool. Yeah, yeah, Stefan Molyneux retweeted me. That was pretty cool. And I just posted another thing that's getting a lot of good traction. And I, I I had somebody comment. I swear I've heard this somewhere. They said it's like no, no, I wrote it myself. Um, I'll just wrap up the show. If you guys, uh, you guys have a good night. I'm gonna wrap this up uh, by reading this tweet here. You, I think you'll really appreciate it. But uh, just make sure you, like, like we said before, share, subscribe, do all those good things, help us out, and we'd really appreciate it. This has been another uncomfortable conversation without a condom. 
Um, so, so people very much don't like being confronted with knowledge of their own indoctrination and brainwashing. They'll fight you tooth, claw, and nail to prevent you from exposing it. They'll hide behind obfuscation, sophistry, and cognitive bias to remain nestled in their delusions. Y'all have a good night. Night. Wow, was that not the best ideagasm you've ever had? Want to do it again? Go to unframeofmind.com to find more mind-stretching, world-altering podcasts, videos, and articles, and get those critical thinking juices flowing.